Oh, oh, I think that's my food. Here is your food. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, go back in, back in house, close door, click, open. Oh, this is my ramen. This is a shitty movie. Was that, was that funny? I, uh, I can never tell when we are. Have we ever been? Did are we all? When? If? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Attention shoppers, today's 69 cent special is a two-pack. TJ Cole and Kevin Smith. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 69 cent special, your source for us. Nice. I'm Kevin Smith. I'm TJ Cole. I was trying something new. It didn't it's, work. It's it's fine. No worries. Sometimes you just gotta try stuff. I worry. Uh, so a little, uh, a little uh, inside curling. I was gonna say inside clubhouse games. Um, we were uh, we, <laughs> we we were gonna watch a different movie. Yeah, we were recording the very intro of the episode with a different movie, and then I very quickly realized that movie was three hours and five minutes long. And. Uh, I don't know if y'all at home have that kind of time. Uh, I certainly don't. I, I, I definitely don't. Um, we would die. We, we would explode. In a, it'd be gross. So instead, we grabbed Messenger of Death. Starring uh, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. This is a canon movie. Uh, not, it's, not, uh, from, it's not like, oh, it's true because it's canon. I didn't know this was based on a novel. According to the bottom of all this. things are based on novels. TJ. That's true, aren't we all? I'm based on a novel. So am I. It's a uh, Great Expectations, and then I <laughs> fucked it up. <laughs> Mine's more Hunger Games, but um, are you just hungry? <laughs> I'm just hungry a lot, uh, and, and I, plays a lot I of like games. get infected by plants and stuff. It's weird. What? What? Anyway, uh, I'm gonna read the back now. Please. Nine members of an excommunicated religious sect lie dead in a blood-drenched farmhouse. Oh, you don't like that. No, it's gross. Outside, their assassin walks calmly away, but he'll soon be on the run. Not from the police, but from reporter Garrett Smith, who (laughs) makes solving these grisly murders his personal crusade, because God knows his name is too boring for anything else. Smith's only clue is a... (laughs) That might might be my grandpa. (laughs) What if your grandpa was was Garrett Smith starring Charles Bronson? Um, <laughs> Smith's only clue is a sketch of an avenging angel, the messenger of death. Title drop. Action icon Charles Bronson stars as Smith in this gripping, multi-layered action mystery. We'll that, be the judge of that. That's true. That races along a tortured trail of greed, lies, violence, and long festering hatreds. Ah, it's a family reunion. Um, with a story steeped in tension and Bronson at the action helm messenger of death explodes with suspense hold on hold on yeah how do you explode with suspense uh yeah ain't that kind of an oxymoron you're waiting for the explosion yeah that's like saying that's like saying stuff like potential kinetic energy at the same mm. I tried. Moving on. <laughs> it's a day of trying things and a lot of failures. So, um, you know what? But here's the thing, folks. If you never try and you never fail, 
you'll never uh, disappoint your parents. So <laughs> let that be a lesson. You know what? And isn't it our job? Isn't to, it our job to, to disappoint, disappoint our parents? I, I think so. Yeah. If your parents aren't at least a little disappointed in you, uh, then you're rich, probably. Yeah. Canon Group presents Charles Bronson, a Golan Globus production. Oh, yeah. Those guys from Canon. Uh, A.J. Lee Thompson film, Messenger of Death, starring Trish Van Trish Vanderveer, uh-huh. Lawrence Luckinbill, yes. Daniel Benzali, correct. Marilyn Hassett, mm. and John Ireland. Don't know any of these people. Uh, music composed by Robert O'Ragland. Oh, Robert O'Ragland. Robert O'Ragland. That's sorry, totally Robert O'Ragland. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. There you go. I apologize to the uh, country of Ireland. <laughs> Based on the novel Avenging Angel by Rex Burns. Oh, Rex Burns. Uh, the thing about uh, this episode right now, TJ, is that uh, uh-huh. we can't look this shit up yet. <laughs> no, because uh, a little more inside uh, Baccarat. Um, Ooh. We, uh, I think I've already used that one. Inside... Um, Backgammon. No, what's the... Uh, Speed. The Inside Hanafuda. There we go. Uh, or Koi Koi. Um, that... Uh, my internet's out right now. Uh, there is an outage in my area, according to my internet service provider, um, which is a grand oxymoron right now. Your, um, your internet service non-provider. Yeah, my internet service refuser. Um, and so, yeah, we can't look shit up. Uh, we might... I mean, we, we can, but like, well, I'm not can, paying I, for that. I can. I'll do it. I got unlimited well, data. Yeah, we'll, we'll, do it while, uh, we'll do it later. Okay, we can, when we come back? Yeah, because okay. then it might be back. That's fine. So, I mean, what we know about this right now, it's a Charles Bronson canon film. See, Charles Bronson and canon are both well-known for doing a lot of shooty-shooty bang-bangs. A lot of... That's, yeah, it's my favorite Charles Bronson film, the shooty-shooty bang-bang. A lot... <laughs> hey. <there. laughs> hey. <laughs> um, shooty-shooty bang-bang is my uh, father's favorite movie. <laughs> Oh, what a happy time we'll spend. Uh, <laughs> bang, toot, bang, shooty, shooty, bang, bang. <laughs> toot sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, truly gunpowder. <laughs> um, so what I expect from this film is Charles Bronson is going to shoot a lot of dudes. Yeah, I expect Charles John- Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson Char- is Char- going to show up at Charles some point. Charles Johnson. Charles Bronson's stunt double uh-huh. um, is going to shoot a lot of dudes. Is is this going to be during the period of time where Charles Bronson was drunk all the time? Oh, good question. This is this says this was made in 1988. I don't I don't know the timeline on that. Um, I'm gonna guess he looks fine. Like yeah, he, but he like these are the promo shots. That's true. That's true. The, they picked the best shots. The front reminds me of the video game Dusk. Little bit. Yeah. Little bit. Except with like an exploding car. Yeah, well, I mean, that could have been a dusk if That's they true. If they tried hard enough. Messenger of dusk. Um So a lot of a lot of banging. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you wanna do that one again? A lot a lot of <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of gunplay, let's say. That's uh that's messenger of coom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't <laughs> Ew. Uh, action Gross. icon Charles Bronson stars like, as Smith in this. The thing about Charles Bronson ripping is ripping multi-layered fuck fest. <laughs> the thing about Charles Bronson, I'm sorry I tried to talk over your fuck fest joke. No, it's okay. Um, it wasn't good. Still, <laughs> uh, it didn't deserve the light of day. Um, it's a good thing that they can't see the joke then. 
Yeah, it, it it'd be a, like a grotesque homunculus of words. That's that's the uh, that's the title of my autobiography. <laughs> Gross homunculus. <laughs> a, gr- a grotesque homunculus of words. <laughs> um, the thing about Charles Bronson is that he does not look like an action star. No, he. He doesn't. looks like a dad. He does look like a dad that occasionally wears like a jacket. I mean, he looks a little grizzled in the face. Right, but like he just kind of looks like, oh, I lived through the forties. He looks like a guy who would ha- right now have a YouTube show about carpentry. Yes. Yeah. Like that is that his son wanted him to do because right. it was his hobby for a long time, and then he retired and got bored, and then uh, his son was like, "Well, why don't you make a YouTube channel?" And then, he's like, "All right." In order to stay, you know, in with doing the times. Things, doing things my son had me make this youtubing <laughs> what what are the tubes and why are they me who knows but i certainly don't i don't even edit these time to polish some wood and uh then he gets and banned he did, and he does like <laughs> <laughs> you can't show that <laughs> you can't show that charles bronson charles bronson you can't do that uh can't do that so uh, other than the terrible line explodes with suspense um, this, I mean, it just sounds like a good old-fashioned, you rent this from a Hollywood video or a blockbuster. Yeah, a blockbuster. Um, and you have a, a good old time. A good old-fashioned canon uh, shoot-em-up. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm it's, expecting a solid movie out of this. It's in the, oh, it's got closed captioning. Allegedly. Um, hi-fi stereo. Um, we'll be the judge of uh, that. In the action-adventure grouping genre genre um genre in, in the genry um yeah i don't know like he's he's shown with the same see i'm suspicious suspicious <laughs> i'm you're suspicious <laughs> i'm suspicious uh-huh and uh i'm seditious are you okay there cat she's she heard you say <laughs> what because i couldn't say the word suspicious yeah because the front and the back have the same Charles Bronson. Like, no, they don't. Like, well, he's wearing the exact same stuff, holding the exact same gun. Yeah, that's probably just his outfit. So I'm like, are these taken from, like, the same scene? No. And, like, every other scene is him drunk off his ass. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about action movies in the 80s. Uh-huh. They didn't have costume changes. True. And he probably has a signature gun because, you know... Yeah, it's usually like a very large pistol. Right, but here it's his. It's the uh, rifle. The lever. I don't know what it is. Question shotgun. Mark? I think it's a shotgun. I can't tell. I'm not a gunman. No, I, I. It's a. It's a boom tube. That's it's all a, I know. Mm. Um, which is also why he got banned from YouTube. Um, it's also what a dark side uses to move his troops from apocalypse to other places. <laughs> Literally, it's called I'm a boom sure tube. I'm sure someone got that joke. It's called a boom tube. Wow. Come on, DC. I know. Listen, man. <laughs> I think Jack Kirby named it, so ah, it shows okay. some fucking respect. I, I can respect the man and not respect the name Boom Tube. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, Boom Tube is like the old people replacement for YouTube. And um, <laughs> Boom Tube. <laughs> um, and, it's just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I really got you. It's just like videos of like minions saying vaguely oh, racist shit. Oh man, God, oh. that makes me hurt. That God, ow, that's a skit. That is a skit. Um, Steal that skit, everybody. Oh my God, are you are you done breaking all the dishes? Oh my Lord, we're not gonna have any cut, uh, cutlery. 
Any silver? No. Any, Any plates? Uh, there. Let's just go with plates. You know what? Uh, beverage containers. That seems like a <laughs> that seems like a contradiction. Sort of counterproductive there. All right. Anyway. Um, TJ, you want to just get this over with? Yeah, let's fucking... I'm excited to watch it, Pop this so let's watch this. into the new VCR. New VCR? I think oh we God, already new VCR. established that it's a new VCR. Yeah, I think that was last episode. But it's a new VCR, folks. Fuck. Fuck. Action Jackson. Never gonna stop loving you, Bronson. Bronson, Messenger of Death. Nah, Messenger of Death. Messenger yeah. of Death. You could tell it was based on a book. Oh yeah, uh, there were a lot of twists. Uh, a lot less action than I thought. A lot of dialogue. A lot of lot a lot of dialogue, but it's it's more of like a mystery. Yeah, mystery or thriller. It was, it was fun. It was it very was fun. fun. Very fun movie. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of expecting this to be like a really like shitty schlocky B movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't. No, it was, it was great. I oh, hold on. Uh, let him let him adjust. Okay. Um, That's a good point. I could do that. I. Uh, yeah. No. There it was. I. I mean, I was expecting more action because we saw Charles Bronson with a gun on both sides of the VHS. And it's tape. a canon film. And it's a canon film, but. Um, this one on the front never happens. Other than the surprisingly abrupt end, I thought it was yeah, fine. Very good. Felt like it was paced a little slow. Um a little bit, but in a it not in the painful sort of way that a lot of the movies that we watch are. Right. Like early early when they were sorting sort of building out the world, I guess. Act 1. Uh it felt slow and it was starting to lose me a bit but once there were a couple little <clears throat> a couple little hooks into the yeah it digs you in with story into this yeah into the little mystery that's happening because there are a couple little twists where you're like oh that's got to be it then and, and then like, oh wait oh that makes sense yeah yeah it twists but it doesn't uh like it doesn't m night Shyamalan on you no it's not like a twist for the sake of saying fuck you audience i know better we, we've discussed this recently where like mm-hmm. a like a good amount of twisting is like rewarding us for guessing. Yeah, rewarding us for paying attention. Yeah. Like a well-crafted twist is one that when it happens, your brain is like, that makes sense, but I didn't see that because all the signs were pointing to something else a little bit more obvious, but the twist made it so it's like, this could also be this. You just or, didn't think of it. Uh, either that mm-hmm. reaction or fucking knew it yeah um rather than of course Mm -hmm. yeah where like some people will be like i think it's that person the signs are pointing to that person but something in my gut is saying that person (laughs) yeah my inner sherlock holmes is right in my duodenum is telling me the duodenum the most mystery solving of body parts yeah when when they did an autopsy on sherlock holmes he had it was a real person he had a humongous duodenum that's probably what killed him yeah he had it was so big it was like a triodenum but uh anyway but um (laughs) duodenum (laughs) that joke was duodenum (laughs) duodenum (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun word to say um like a lot of 
medical terms. Duodenum. Oh, fuck, man. But yeah, Messenger of Death. So do we want to step through the plot? Yeah, let's do a quick step. Let's do a step in time. Let's do a two-step um, to the plot of this movie. Garrett Smith is a big shot reporter for the Colorado Tribune. Den- Den- Denver Tribune? Denver Tribune? Yeah, Denver Tribune. Um, he uh, is famous. He does report things. He reports. And writes. Um, we meet him in... Well, our movie starts... Yes, with uh, a massacre at a farmhouse. Yeah. I mean, if there was anything that says this is going to be an action movie, I thought that was going to be that. Like, this is going to be a revenge action movie. Yeah. And there was revenge as a theme. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, but portrayed mostly negatively. Yes, which was cool. Interesting. Yeah. For this kind of movie. Because the reason why you start with a scene like uh, the one it starts off with... Um, is you because it's so horrible you do it to make the villain so evil that like so dehumanized not even necessarily dehumanized because then you can build up like they're human but they still did this Mm, okay i get you um basically you make revenge okay Mm -hmm. against them right yeah in the eyes of the viewer Mm -hmm. um because they did something so deplorable because it and it it's a movie it doesn't exactly they're characters it doesn't necessarily reflect on your personhood, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, personhood? Your personal philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> or my person shirt. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, why do you have that? I, I dude. It's a sentient shirt. Oh, I'm this person shirt. Yeah, why do you why do you have that? You know, when you're bored, no. you find a book of magic spells. I don't. Well, where'd you find that? Is it lo- your local library? <laughs> Having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card and access to several thousand spells. And a <laughs> components pouch. And a components pouch filled with diamonds. Uh, don't fill it with diamonds, probably. Hello, diamonds. Lots of <laughs> synthetic diamonds. Hello, diamonds, my old friend. Um, Scientifically proven to be more pure and betterer. Don't listen to De Beers. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't listen to De Beers anyway. I know. De Beers. De Beers. De Beers. De Beers. So I anyway, monopolizing the di- diamond market. Messenger of Death. Messenger of Diamonds. Messenger of Death. <laughs> no, uh, I believe that's the movie Blood Diamond. I think you'll Blood find. Diamonds. Um, um, Leonardo Diamond Caprio in Blood DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite Sega were- Genesis game, DiCaprio Attack. <laughs> <laughs> took me a second uh what what if it was a mine filled with dicaprios i think that's probably where they get him yeah because they keep killing him with bears i know and he has to like eat raw liver and then vomit yeah he um, keeps dying on these movies i know it's and, and and like shattering glass with his hand and like uh being jay gatsby and getting shot and dying in his pool oops Spoilers for The Great Gatsby. Spoiler for a book from the 20s? 20s. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I remember one thing from high school. The Great Gatsby is one of my favorite books that they made me read in high school. I didn't mind it. Um, it's I, actually really, really good. It's very short and concise, which is nice. And poetic at the very, same time. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I, I kept getting... Wasn't there a character with the name TJ? 
I think there was, yeah. Like the 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 the, the, the doctor, the dentist, or uh, the eye doctor? optometrist. Yeah, that's the one. I always got distracted by that. Yeah. Um, you would. I know. You fucking narcissist. <laughs> you goddamn narcissistic asshole. Oh, you think every time a person's named Kevin, I'm like, ooh. No, I was just like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Because I am. <laughs> well, because I expected like everyone else in the class to like look at me whenever that name showed up. Like, stop. But they never stop did. It. No. Don't gave a shit. Yeah, because it's high school. They just mad at me because I ruined the curve. Um, fucking but, uh, ruining the curve. Oh, God, I curved to the left. They are but, um, all flat earthers now because you ruined the curve. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. <laughs> I did it. But, I made uh, a smart joke, everybody. Oh, what is what is my favorite book I read from high school? <laughs> I mean, I know one that's definitely not my favorite. Um, well, Atlas Shrugged. Oh, they made you read Atlas Shrugged? They didn't Shrugged? make me. I, I chose to. You m- idiot. Yeah. It was a terrible idea. Yeah. Fair Only one that could be worse is probably a Fountainhead. Fahrenheit 451 is really good. I love Fahrenheit 451. Um, did they, I read the Hunger Games for a thing? They no. had us read 1984 in high school, and I'm not 100% sure they should have been able to do that. I, I read 1984 in high school. Because there's a lot of sex scenes in that book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ooh, risque. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I read Little Brother. That's a really good book. I've never heard of that one. It was a book. Uh, it's a fairly modern book by Cory Doctorow, who mm-hmm. was a uh, writer for like Wired and a yeah, lot yeah. of tech magazines. He did. Um... He's written several other books, I yeah. think. Um, but it was a really, it was Little Brother after like 1984. And it was sort of his oh. take on what like a teenager in that sort in a society that makes more sense from where we were at that point mm-hmm. towards the 1984 stuff mm-hmm. and it was basically like um talking about like i don't want to say like the maker movement but like the idea of ownership and technology sure. and things like that it was it was it was a really good book really well written i love Corey's writing style because it's so engaging you you um, know what else was engaging Messenger of Death. It was super engaging. For those of you uh, keeping Especially track... Especially all the sister wives. For those of you keeping track at home... We're going to get to that <laughs> uh, in mere moments. For those of you keeping track at home, uh, that took us, what, like three minutes to get completely lost? Hell yeah, dude. Um, so we open up on a uh, on a cabin or a, a house in the woods. Uh-huh. Sorry, Gorgeous. There's a, there's a bunch of kids. Playing outside in the swing outside, set. But there's a, there's a couple dudes in a truck. They're all being all ominous and shit. You can't see their faces, but you can see they got a really big hat. They got really big hats. Uh, I think only one of them had a really big hat. The, the other, other one just had, had a regular a big hat. hat. Yeah. Um, I mean, I consider any of those like cowboyish hats big. I mean, they're pretty large. They are, yeah. But it, this one was a big fucking hat. Yeah, it, it's it had height and girth. It was the full package. <laughs> it's got a full package hat. Uh, it's the Gary Oak of hats. You can't ignore his girth. <laughs> Ash. Get me one of those girthy hats. <laughs> Fuck you, Gary. Hey, don't talk to your elders that way. I'll spank you. What? <laughs> you heard me. Did you Now get... go out there and fill that Pokedex. <laughs> Did you get Gary Oak and Professor Oak confused? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just was imagining <laughs> Professor Oak in a cowboy hat, and it made me laugh. I think he had. I think that's happened. And I always confuse Gary or uh, Professor Oak's voice with uh, Doctor Coomer from Half Life. Yeah, <laughs> look, Gordon Rope. <laughs> we can use it to get over. Well, deep let me pits. let me do my 
Professor Oak from uh, Pokemon Snap impression. Yeah. You were close. Oh, that was good. I like that one. Wonderful. Speaking of Pokemon Snap, uh, isn't there a sequel coming out? Yeah, there is uh, a new Pokemon But speaking of Snap, snap uh, a lot of people's blood snapped out of their body. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, they were shot. Turns out one of these guys is a gun. I think both of them had guns. Both of them had guns, but only one, one of them was did a gun the dirty man. work. Yes. Um, basically, he kills a bunch of... We find out later we're very likely sister wives. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bunch of kids... Like six or seven kids. Um, we don't see the kids die on camera, thank God. Mm-hmm. But all three women die on camera. Oh, yeah. One of them was just like praying and he shot her. In the stomach. The other one was getting a shotgun and got shot before she could shoot. Mm-hmm. And then him. the third one came in. And was like, ah. you, I, you'll pay, you're going to hell. And mm. she got blown away. Blammo. And then he went upstairs and fucking massacred children. <laughs> um, hoo-hoo. Yahoo! Really lightweight, really light and airy way to start a movie. <laughs> yeah, really like, you know? really like refreshing. <laughs> I think most movies should start with a little bit of child murder. Just a, just a, you know, just a pinch of it. Nothing here gets there. me ready to laugh at a John Candy film. Like, not nothing would have made Click better. <laughs> <laughs> nothing could make Click worse. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, if Jack and Jill, if Jack and Jill started with, with just a little bit of child, just, like just for example, if they killed both Jack and Jill when they were kids, God, ten, ten out of ten, <laughs> and then the rest of the movie was just nothing. No, the rest of the movie was just them holding on a Sony Vio, <laughs> <laughs> as it played like trailers for other movies. Yes, and they poured Pepto Bismol all over the keyboard while drinking a Coca Cola. <laughs> Talking about all the product placement in the movie, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. God, I could go for some donuts. Uh, so he, uh, mysterious man with a large hat, mm-hmm. kills all these people. We then, is it a smash cut or is it just a regular cut? It's just a regular cut, I think. To Charles Bronson mm-hmm. and lady reporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, her He's, name is Joe. Yeah. She has a very long last name, but I can't yeah. fucking remember it. And and they're like live together? They lived, so I think they're me, me, dating. I think they're dating because they don't have the same. I mean, this was the '80s. I know the last name thing is it was much bigger. Yeah, much much more prevalent back then. Yeah, um, but they didn't have the same last name, they and they didn't, didn't seem have to be rings. romantically involved. I couldn't no. tell. Yeah, and that was the pro. Like that was the big problem with me with her character is I didn't feel like anything. Like why? Is she Who is she? Here? Who is she? I. Okay, my my new head canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both canon. gay, and oh. they're bearding for the other. Ah, so it's like a mutual beardatude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they live in the same place, so they're like but they're beard not bros. They're super beard bros. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll I'll accept that canon, <laughs> but with one end. Oh, I know with one end. A head canon would be like a <laughs> like a but gun with, you would uh, put spoiler on your head. alert. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Oh. Uh, so he's a reporter, but he, he's he's buddy buddy with the police. Yeah. They're, so they're having like a lunch or dinner sort of thing with at like a guy restaurant. Who's like, oh yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, you're right. You're right. I, and, I forgot um, about this scene. It, very clearly, they haven't yet been served their food. Right. They uh, have like their complimentary water, and that's about it. If and that. like the napkins haven't moved. Right. Um, the place setting is still immaculate. So either they did not eat or they have not yet eaten. Right. Um, probably the waiter like just took the menus away from them. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you need more time to make your decision? No, I'm good. 
I'll just have the potato skins. <laughs> I'm the jalapeno poppers. Ooh, feeling spicy tonight. Just take our order. I, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'll be right back. He's got shit tons of pieces of flair. <laughs> Hey, how's it going over here? Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing? Oh, Christ. <laughs> I just want a goddamn I've bourbon. never been more tired. <laughs> you exhaust me, sir. How do you think I fucking feel? I'm, I'm underpaid. In I'm in a constant state of depression. This is the only thing that keeps me alive. What would you like to eat? Oh. Would you like to start with any beverages? Y- beverages? Yeah, okay. I'll have a Coke. Coke, I guess. Coca, 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 Cola for the miss. Jesus, <laughs> you can't fucking give me whiplash like that. Uh, if you need me, my name's Chad, and I'll be your server. Today. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Chad. Uh, yeah, so I would he tip, really. He actually I would is over tip ma- Chad. Yeah, he needs it. He, after that bit of character development, he needs it. Maybe, maybe that's his game, though. Oh, is he a manipulator? Oh. Oh, what a bastard Chad is. Fucking Chad. God, next time the Inco, I, next time the script NaNoWriMo comes around, I we're would, making a movie about Chad. I would still over tip, though. I just do that. Yeah, anyway. they, they're wildly underpaid. Yeah. Um, Messenger of death. Messenger of death. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're I, probably about to receive their food, but then... Um, who we find out, two guys who we find out later are the police chief and... A guy running for mayor? No, no, the police chief is running for mayor. I thought it was the other guy running for mayor. No, 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 the other guy is fundraising for him. Oh. And, like, getting, like, support. Okay, got it. We don't know what he does normally. Uh, Wanders We money? find out later he um, owned a shale company. He used to own a shale oil company. Um, which... Yeah, you can make a lot of money off That's, that. What is, what is that, fracking? Fracking. Mm-hmm. So he's a bastard. Yes. Okay. He's a fracking bastard. <laughs> what are we in? Battlestar Galactica? They say frack. <laughs> so, Battlestar Galactica, fucking space mutiny. Right, because they use the, yeah. the models from that. The southern sun. Um, so... What was that battle? No, that was that was that was Battlestar. It was almost certainly Battlestar because it had the Vipers in it. It did. Yeah. It had the the window Vipers. The window Vipers. Um. Ah, I'm Red Brown. Go go watch Space Mutiny. Um. Watch it, lady. <laughs> pause this. Go watch Space Mutiny. Then come back. Um, uh-huh. It's amazing. It has nothing to do with this episode. You could, you could either watch the Mystery Science Theater episode, or you could go out and get the newer riff tracks on it. Yeah, I would. Someone has to be riffing on it because it's not a good movie. <laughs> no. Uh, the new Riff Tracks is very good on it, though. Is that the same one that they did the, the live on? or That's what I mean. The Riff Tracks live, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they did the Mystery Science Theater episode and then the Riff Tracks live on it. Yeah, yeah. That was so good. We saw that in theaters. Yeah, we did. Back in the before times. In the before times. Uh, in, in the uh, enlightened days. The, the age of... Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> was it in January? No, this was last year in, like, summer. Oh, well. Um, so not the age of Aquarius. No, it was, like, the age of, like, Leo or something. This is the dawning, the age of my butthole. Anyway. Nice. Uh, I'm sorry for that joke, everybody. There are teens. It's a mooner eclipse. Let's... <laughs> Messenger of death. <laughs> Messenger of death. <laughs> uh, they come by to see if they can get uh, the newspaper's, like, support of the police chief as mayor. Mm. 
Um, it's a fundraising. Not well. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, um, I forgot we're still on the scene. Yeah, we listen. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's boring, but we have to get here. Yeah, we'll get past this to the good stuff. Um, and Charles Bronson's like, uh, I'm not sure about that. You have my support, but I don't know if the, the he's newspaper. almost Duke Nukem. He's he's like a light Duke Nukem, mm-hmm. Duke light. He's like a Duke fifty pound bombum. <laughs> it's really not a nuke. <laughs> he he kicks ass like a nuke. More like a Bruce than a Duke. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, my favorite uh, <laughs> my favorite uh, horror comedy star. Duke Campbell. <laughs> Groovy. Groovy. I've had it up to here with his Necronomicon. I came here to cut my hand off and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of hands. <laughs> uh, gotta avoid the bones. <laughs> gotta avoid the noid. Um, <laughs> what are we? What are we? What is this? Who are we? Where am I? Who am I? Where am, am I? I? Um, okay. Pointless scene in a diner happens. He leaves with the police chief. Right. This oh. is so that we can establish that the police chief got a phone call on his cellular telephone. Oh, his gigantic cellular telephone. Because um, this is 1988? 88. 88, baby. 88, I think released in 90. Nice. Um, it's because there's like 88 when the movie was made. Maybe this tape came out. 1990 way. Heron Communications, and then, oh, that's an address. Never mind. We're good. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. our boy, uh, Gar. Um, it's such a terrible nickname. Well, they they call him Gar when really it should be Gare. Yeah. Gare you know? Bear. Oh, writes itself. Don't fart at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It <laughs> was a wet sounding one. <laughs> messenger of farts <laughs> your butthole is the messenger of death it's true oh, um it's like a chasm of pain and suffering <laughs> that's the name of my auto but enough about my mouth no um, <laughs> anyway so uh he gets a call about a, a the massacre yep um and uh our boy charles bronson uh tags along yep um Basi- basically, we, he, he sees what we saw. But very quickly, he re- realizes how unwelcome he is there. Yeah. Uh, the police overall don't want him there. Well, the, the community. That's later. Oh, is that the next scene? Yeah. Okay. That's where he goes to investigate the... I'm a scene, I'm a scene too far ahead. You are. You're, you're skipping. A scene too far. Um, really, all that's important about this scene is that he sees a little um, dr- sketch of an angel mm-hmm. on a wall. In this place's house. Yes. Um, we also see um, the man of this house. Yeah, the who's named f- father, father figure. Um, he uh, he's sad. He gets it. he gets sad because they got everyone and the children. Yeah, like shot a lot of people. A lot of people. Um. So that establishes Orville. Uh huh. And then Orville talks to Garrett. In uh, in prison later. Yes. Um, we get a brief scene in their home in. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. House. So we, we we unknowingly warp ahead probably a week or so. Yeah. Because at this point, uh, Garrett has released his story in the paper about this massacre, and a lot of people have read it. So it might just be the next like 
day? Next day or two, yeah. But uh, he's like up still at night, and uh, Miss Lady Joe, mm-hmm. she's like, "You're still up, like, go to let's go to bed." You fucking you, you fucker, weirdo, you idiot. Um, they talk about something I don't remember. Uh, probably, probably the. Okay, well, because he's basically like he can't stop thinking yeah. about it. So then he talks to Orville in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Orville points him to the spiritual leader of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh. I forgot. He's Willis. Willis something something. Uh, Beecham. Beecham. That was it. Willis Beecham. It's old fart. He looks exactly like Mark Twain. He is Mark Twain with even larger eyebrows. Larger, darker eyebrows. It's it's like someone censored the area above his eyes. It's you know that scene in Fooly Cooly <laughs> with that guy with the like seaweed paper eyebrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just more hairy. Yeah. Um, they look like caterpillars. Um, they did. They legitimately look like someone put like a caterpillar. Uh, so uh, our He's, main man Garrett, he goes up to that community. Uh huh. He sort of sits in on a sermon. Uh, we find out they're Mormon. Yeah, they're like they're like an excommunicated Mormon sect. Yeah, that were they're kicked very, out of Mormon. They're very gun happy. They're very revenge happy. They're very murdery. Uh, like there's these messages of like, um. You get the idea of like killing someone to set them free and like mm-hmm. or atoning for their sins. Like it's very yeah, fire and brimstone sort of, but like very extreme. Yeah, very extreme. Um, uh, this Willis guy, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's doing a little sermon about the Antichrist and how he looks like a fellow man. And if your fellow man is evil, then you you smite that fellow man. You f- Fuck him up, bros. You shoot the Christ out of him. You blow or his... anti-Christ out of him, ah, if you nice. will. Ah, nice. Yeah. You, um, or you anti-shoot the Christ? Just anti? If you anti-shoot someone, don't you just rip a bullet, like, out? <laughs> <laughs> like, it goes back into the gun? Oh, that would be impressive if you had that power. It's like curving the bullet, but, like, not. <laughs> you never have to reload. I know. <laughs> you shoot someone. It's like a bullet yo-yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo-yo gun. <laughs> Get on that Terraria Modders. It's so much fun and easy to do. <laughs> Blow them up. Put your bullet inside. <laughs> Get ready to have the, the fight of your, your life. life. Um. So he said, uh, "Beach and brothers, beach and brothers." <laughs> Our man Garrett uh, sits as a pillow fight. Um, sits in on the sermon. Yep. And it's uh, it's it it would not be out of place in Outlast Two. Or uh, Far Cry Five, yeah, the latest one. Did you did you like? Did you have you seen anything about Outlast Two or no. Far Cry Five? I've heard of them, but I haven't played them. Outlast Two is very creepy. Yeah, it's very. Both Outlast games are very like atmosphere. So they're the edgy kind of scary a lot. Um, not like the psychological sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It's very like ooh, it's dark. The spooky happens oh i see what you're saying but um very like uh disturbing would you say yes okay uh, the second game especially uh, which has a lot of like um culty sort mm. of stuff happening that's interesting um it's very good i i recommend watching the um scary game squad playthrough of it uh, <laughs> on jesse cox's channel okay um that is Jesse Cox, uh, their friend, uh, 
Davis um, and the Super Beer Bros, uh, oh, and Gerard scary. and uh, Alex. They're the scary game. game All game? four of them in the scary game squad. Nice. Uh, and they like let's play it together. The the gimmick originally was they get drunk and play uh, horror games, but I think they dropped the get drunk part. Okay. Um, They're probably just getting tired of it. Well, it, it's probably more that like they're doing it pretty late at night and one of them will fall asleep. True. Very true. Um, I would do that. It, right. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I know. It's like, if, yeah. Um, I can barely do this. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a really very disturbing game. Uh, content warning everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just the whole. Just everything. Just the, the all of it. Um, I recommend it specifically for you, TJ. Cool. I'm um, into freaky shit. I think you will like it. Cool. There's there's even body horror. Speaking of body horror, I tried the demo for Carrion. What's Carrion? Carrion is a game from Devolver. Oh. And it's sort of a Metroidvania. Okay. And you play as a grotesque alien mass of meat with oh. tentacles. All right. And basically, you're an escaped experiment. Mm-hmm. And you're like killing and eating the people in the science lab. Mm-hmm. And it's really fun. Like, it's really fun. The The controls feel really cool. Because um, you have, like, you uh, as you grow, you can unlock, like, mutations. So, like, one of the first okay. ones you get in the demo is, like, the ability to do a dash. That was a thing that you would see a lot in, like, Flash games that hasn't really It does come back. feel very, like, developed Flash game. It's very smooth. In a, in a good way. Yeah. I means. mean, like, if you took the ideas from, like, a really clever Flash game and made a true full-size game out of it. Because that was, that was a very popular thing for, like, Flash games to do, which is, like, uh, you start off with a very simple thing and then you become more complicated. Yeah, like, or, like, B- Bubble Tanks is one of my favorite yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Flash games that does that. But it, it's just, like, it's just atmospheric. Mm-hmm. It's, it serves up these interesting sort of mini puzzles within rooms. Like, you enter a room and it's like, okay... This guy, if you scare him, he will pull out a shield and you're fucked. Um, so you have to figure out how to go through certain places. So it's got kind of an odd world Abe's Odyssey type thing. But way quicker. Sure. Like you're flying through these levels and like moving like all alien like. Sure, sure, yeah. Um and so like it's an interesting combo of like stealth, but you wanna eat them because then you get bigger and get more powerful. So it's like ninja stealth. Yeah. Um and, like, you can try to, like, grab enemies with your tentacles and drag them in to eat mm-hmm. them. And, oh, man, it was really cool. Like, right now is just a free demo. It hasn't released yet. Sure, sure. But I highly recommend that. It was, uh, I, like, Devolver Digital has made a, just published a ton of really cool games. Um, and they tend to be on the less expensive side because they're more indie. I mean, um, and they tend to be, aside from Enter the Gungeon, sort of smaller-ish. Yeah, they tend to be a little smaller, but more experimental. Yeah. Um, there's also a game that they're coming out with, which, which looks like a, uh, like a 60, pl- 60 player multiplayer version of like MXC or Wipeout, which looks hilarious. That looks like it'd be fun to watch. Yeah. It, it, it's almost like a gang beasts, but you're like running through an obstacle course. I, I, I'm going to forever contend that gang beasts is more fun when you're dealing with the environment than when you're dealing with the <laughs> other players. Oh yeah. The environment makes it fun. Um, the controls suck in Gang Beasts. I mean, but, but that's it's sort of stylistic. Suck. It's trying to be like Quop, that sort of thing. Yeah, it, um, it, they're goofy on purpose. Yeah, but yeah, if you have like a static level, Gang Beasts is really boring. The the wrestling ring. Yeah, 
it's cute, but it's like I prefer like the one where the fan will turn on, and you start flying, or the trucks. I like the uh, the one where you're on like the window washy. Oh, with like the platforms. scaffolds. Yeah, or, yeah, that's good. Messenger anyway, of death. Messenger uh, of death. Speaking of death, um, we're this this plot's gonna start flying. Yeah, like Ryan. Ah, callback. Um, Listen to our episode on Flying Ryan. It was a better movie. Very, very hilarious movie. Um, it wasn't a better movie. It was a no. It was it was not objectively a far worse movie. Probably a better episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. Uh. So Bronzel Charston. Bronzel Charston. Uh, <laughs> Charlize Bronson. <laughs> Charlize Theron. Uh, <laughs> Has sat in on this, and then he talks to um, our our preacher Willis, um, and Willis is like, "Do you know the name of the Antichrist?" Uh, it's my brother. It's my brother, Zenus. 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 Zenus speaks of my brother. And my my brand. Our the close captioning fucked up. Right as he was starting to talk about this. That was one thing about this VHS is there were a lot of moments where the closed captioning just froze and stopped for like a I think period of five or six a, minutes. I think it was probably a tracking issue where mm-hmm. the data like... It went over the data. Yeah. And yeah, fucked it up. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but here he was shouting Zenus Beecham and, and there we were, were no captions. And we were like, what the fuck is he saying? It sounds Z- like Z- he said Zenus? 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 None of which are good names. <laughs> like, like a... Zanus sounds like, like a, an alien penis. Zanus sounds like a butthole cream, <laughs> and Zenus sounds like men are from Mars, women are from Zenus, <laughs> or Zenus penis. Zenus penis. Zenus penis. Zenus penis. <laughs> you went to Wooly Bully. Zenus penis. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just. I did. sometimes <laughs> our shared lexicon. <laughs> Is like so weird because you and I both are aware of Wooly Bully. Our our brains are like if we took a library of all knowledge in the universe, burned it, and saw what was left, and we just like picked up like bits of the, like, yeah, and like glued all the pages together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we have there. like history of the Roman Empire with a bit of like tutti frutti glued over it. Already. Oh. Tutti Frutti, Ah Rudy, burned the Roman capital. <laughs> Fiddled as the as Rome burned. <laughs> um, speaking of fiddling as Rome burned, messenger of death. Hey. <sighs> okay, what happens next? So he, he goes, goes to, to visit Zenus. Zenus the penis. Uh, and he wasn't welcome at Willis's place. He's a little bit more. Well, welcome. he meets he meets a lady. Who runs the local newspaper? Yes, and she knows she recognizes him. She's like, "Oh, you're a big deal!" And like, yeah, a, a newspaper. Well, he famous. he introduced himself, and and she's like, "The Zanus Panus, uh, yeah. the uh, Garrett Smith, Garrett Smith." And uh, and so she drives him to Zanus's Zen- place, to Zenus, yeah, because she is Zenus's cousin. Uh, and she's like, "Yeah, when there's a lot of multiple marriages, uh, everyone's each other's cousin." <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, so he he comes out of his house with his gun because you know, you know. Yeah. 
and uh, and she's like, whoa, he's with me. And so he lets them in, he uh, serves them dinner of... Uh, you you well, take a biscuit and you dip it in the... It's in like some berry sauce. Yeah, um, and but then they, you had guessed immediately before. Yeah, you take the cornbread and you dip it into this uh, well, chicken broth. They were giving each other drinks, which I assume were like orange juice. Or it looked like orange juice. juice. But it looked like chicken broth. I'm like, it was very yellow. It looked like cloudy chicken broth. And so I'm like, ah, oh, so a brisket with a side of chicken broth. Like, what the fuck? And there's cornbread. Yeah. You dip it in. Uh, and then and then it turned out you did have a dish where you yeah, had a dipping dip, sauce. Dipped biscuit in goo. Red berry? I forgot what it was. It was a red plum. Plum, that was it, yeah. Um, so he starts asking Zenus about things, and at some point he angers Zenus and Zenus kicks him out. So uh, the things he asks him are like, so what's the deal with your guys' like mm-hmm. weirdo sect? Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells him the revenge yeah, shit. Yeah, he's like, is it true that you guys believe in like shedding someone's blood to atone for their sins, yada, yada? Well, that's definitely a thing in his practice. Mm-hmm. He's like, is it a thing you? in your practice? Yeah, and then he kicks I'd rather out. not answer that question. Yeah. Uh, but um, he, that's also where he finds out that the angel thing that he's seen here uh so at the massacre scene in uh in willis's church and in zenith's home yes they all uh, have an angel of uh, an angel of uh revenge angel of retribution the name of the book uh angel of pangel avenging angel yeah um Angel of Pangel? Angel of Pangel is a white-black card. (laughs) I was going to say, Angel of Pangel is my favorite actress on all that. (laughs) (laughs) Angel of Pangel with vital information for your everyday life. Um, So he... uh, piecing it together he gets like, kicked out the first track of mine the first track is like okay this guy's brother did it because he's mad at church man yeah and um, then Zenus turns out to be super cool in comparison oh yeah uh but they're driving back from Zenus's place yeah and a colorado water company truck yeah gets all to, up in their grill tries, tries to, to run them off the road yeah and they're like what the fuck was that um but that will come back almost immediately it'll come back yeah uh because he gets back to Denver. Denver. Um, stop doing that. It's beep, beep, very beep, distracting. Beep. <laughs> he was doing a thing that made like a green light. Yeah, it's my like, fingerprint thing. Pop out and like my ADHD ass brain was like, ooh, <laughs> oh. shiny light. Um, there we go. So he gets back to Denver uh-huh. uh, and he's talking with um, a cop. Sheriff man. Uh, police chief. Police chief man. Yeah. I don't uh, remember his name. Chief. Baldo McCumberbund. He had a very small face, too. Yeah. Very like, squished face. It's He had a lot of head, but the face was really concentrated right in the middle. <laughs> He's like the donut of heads. Yeah. Except instead of like a hole where Jesus should be, it's a face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave room Callbacks. for Jesus in your snake. Call- snake? In your snake. Snack. That's what I meant to say. Leave, leave room for Jesus in your snake. That's why you don't touch it. You want to leave. <laughs> you can't feed a snake. Sorry. Y'all. Screaming orange taste. Vitamin C. Tang. It's a cake in a glass. Okay, but if I do this, it's loosened. Right, but it's going to push against the mic to keep it there. Oh. 
Okay, so it's not like your typical. Right. Yeah. This little ring thing is a little weird. Yeah. Lefty Toofy. Lefty Toofy. Okay. It's the name of my dragon. (laughs) (laughs) It's the opposite of toothless. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) Um, cut all that. (laughs) Cut that too. Um, no. Let's stay. Yeah, it's de- that's. Definitely. I sound like a car breaking down, <laughs> like a like a cartoon car. <laughs> that was exact. <laughs> How did you do that? That was the only thing I studied in school. That's a lie. I know you're a nerdlinger. Is that in putt putt? <laughs> oh no! I gotta get. I gotta mow some more lawns to get money to paint myself blue. <laughs> Pop quiz, what was his dog's name? Oh, I have the uh I have the Balloonorama game. TikTok. Ah uh, I wanna say Pep Pep. It's Pep! Oh shit, hell yeah! Ah uh, It's Pep. I, I, I want I my brain was telling me it wasn't Pep or Pep Pep because that's Tim and Eric shit. No, it's Pep. Shit, yeah, bro. It's a pup named Pep. Pep Pep. Um Come here, Peppy. Pop quiz, does he save a zoo? I don't know. He does. Okay. That one I didn't finish. We are Zootopia creatures. It's very nice to meet you. Senores and senoritas too. I have <laughs> a weird relationship with the putt-putt games. Yeah. And all of the humongous entertainment games because I never played a single one of them when I was a kid. I played a couple of the putt-putt games, none of the Freddy Fish games, none of the Pajama Sam games. Um, a huge amount of YouTubers that I watch that talk about games like have done videos on them though mm. so you have like secondhand knowledge i have secondhand knowledge of many of the humongous entertainment games mm-hmm. actually i played one of the freddy games i just don't remember which one it was uh probably versus jason <laughs> what if they made freddy jason <laughs> versus jason what a game dude dude who would win uh, probably freddy fish wouldn't jason, jason did drown yeah Although, does that mean he doesn't have to breathe underwater anymore? Well, it means water is like his... Water? Yeah, water ice is his kryptonite. Oh, yeah, Freddy Fish would fuck him up. Because that's how he dies in the... That is actually how he loses in uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Water? Yeah, because yeah. um, you burn Freddy and you drown Jason. Oh, it's like a water and fire thing. Yeah. It's like a yin and yang. Yeah, or a yang and yang. Water. It? Earth. <laughs> Fire. Fire. Air. Air. Long ago, these four nations lived in harmony. Until the Fire Nation attacked. Ah! <laughs> Freddy, <laughs> no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, messenger of death. So, <laughs> uh, while he's now eating lunch with um, the police chief, the donor-looking yeah. man. Yeah, financier. And two... Business the owners folk. of the water company. Yeah. Um, one is an older gentleman, and another one is the wife that's clearly just waiting for him to croak. Yeah, the young lady, uh, young attractive lady. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know either of their names. I don't remember either of their names. I don't think we learned them. I think we learned the lady's name. I just don't fucking remember. I think we probably learned both of their names, now that I think about it. I think we probably learned all of these characters' names. Yeah, but we only remembered like two. Yep. And you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Uh, the water people. Mm, the water tribe. The <laughs> the water company owners. There you go. Um, <laughs> the water people. 
<laughs> I don't know why that. They have fish tails. <laughs> I don't know why that weirded me out. Um, the just the phrase people. like the blank people. Yeah, it's usually like true. eh. But. That's true. Um, so Bronson asks them like what the like um, who owns the water company? The water company and both say yes. This is at a party. Yes. Because there's a dinner thing, and then there's a party. Oh, fuck, you're right. They all start mixing together. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um, we move along. Uh, he asks them, like, who owns the water company, and they both say that they do. Yeah, um, and then he's like, oh, wait, I gifted it to her. She's like, you gifted it to me for Christmas, remember? Yeah. Ha, um, ha, 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 ha. And we're like, oh, fucking rich bastards. Yeah. Pieces of shit. No one's giving me anything for Christmas. <sighs> we should eat them. Uh. Do- yeah. <laughs> mm. Just be sure to like, and then and then be we, careful about gout. Mm, yeah, it's a lot of urea, and um, urea septum, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a ureal septum piercing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that gonna be like a new style of genital piercing? <laughs> like, ah, oh, the ureal septum. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Or it's a piercing that lets you pee out of your nose. <laughs> What? I, don't know, dude. I was thinking like it's just a septum piercing, but it's like a little like old man face. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's got Patrick Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a septum piercing you get in prison. Ah. Uh, uh, Weren't they in prison in the beginning? Yeah. I mean, and you were break- in prison. Yeah, and he breaks you out or something. They escape through your cell. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Oblivion <laughs> is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, four? Four? Four. Five was Skyrim, yeah. Yes. Did you... What, what's your favorite of the, of the... Have you played any of them? I've played four and five. Which one was your I favorite? way preferred Skyrim, uh, personally. I prefer Skyrim from a gameplay perspective. Mm-hmm. And from a story perspective. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's just demonstrably better. I... I I will say talking to people in Oblivion is a lot more engaging. Okay. Because you have to do that like uh uh dialogue wheel? The di- the the dialogue game thing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Where like they like a particular Isn't that the one where you hover over a choice and their face changes. Yes. And you have to measure that. <laughs> and if the game glitches and the face doesn't move, you're fucked. <laughs> I tried playing Morrowind. I cannot get into I it. I found it well, because no one has voices. Immensely boring. Yeah, it's. I think we're we're spoiled by action. Yeah, because uh, I played Fable before I played oh. Elder Scrolls Three. Um, I so I played four for a little bit, and then I bought, and then three was like a dollar. Right, right. Um, played that for a little bit, didn't like it. Went back to four, and then Skyrim came out. And I played that, and I was like, "This is just a monster." Yeah, like, Skyrim's great. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about, uh, those games in general though. I know. I, I enjoyed my time with Skyrim, but I can't call myself a fan. Well, I didn't beat it. Neither did I. Like, I don't feel like I got far enough into it to I, even here's how, here's know how what much the story I is. I play up until like basically halfway through Whiterun and then I get bored and never play it again. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's cool. I'm not a big fan of open world games in general mm-hmm. just because like, I get so fucking like overwhelmed with like mm. it's either I'm overwhelmed with all the shit that I can you do. You get analysis paralysis, yeah. Or 
Analysis process sounds like a weird Amelia Bedelia book. <laughs> Amelia Honestly, Bede- it's kind of like Amelia Bedelia realizes she has OCD. Actually, you know what? Analysis process is kind of like your brain is Amelia Bedelia for a hot second. Because it, it just can't do fucking shit. No, right? it just locks up. All the gears are trying to turn at the same time. And it's just like, uh, do the wrong thing. Yeah, just uh, do it wrong. I'm not going to tell you. You do this. And you're like, I am you. Stop getting solipsistic up in here. Uh, are you, are you the brain goo? Are we the brain goo? <laughs> we need that on a shirt. <laughs> am I the brain goo? <laughs> but to get philosophical for a moment, are we the brain meat, or are we dancers, or are we the electricity that the brain meat is doing? Ah, uh, are we the baloney? Or are we the zappy baloney? <laughs> Messenger dad. <laughs> Messenger dad. Uh, okay, so there's something up with the water company, which we're yeah, finding out. Yeah, uh, uh, Charles Bronson is, is like, something's weird something's here. Hink, something and the more he talks, on. the more he talks to people in both of these communities, the more he's like, this doesn't feel like either of them started this. Right. And so and it's very clear that they're, they're both blaming the other. Right. And he's realized and he realizes that the pre, uh, Willis mm-hmm. is about to, for lack of a better term, invade. Yeah. Uh, he's about to go and kill his brother. Yeah, he's like, about to raid Zenus's home. Yeah. And uh, which is a which is also a little community. Yes. Yeah. They're like separate. It's anyway. Um, so they so he tries to stop them. Willis fakes his own death. Mm hmm. Um, and well, at first it just appears that he. It died. appears that he just has a heart attack and dies because he's an old Mark Twain lookalike. And like he got a yelling at Charles Bronson. Mm-hmm. But then at the funeral, Charles Bronson notices, huh? Orville's not here. You'd think Orville would be here. Yeah. Because I think he's the Willis's son or something. He's he's close. He's in, he has close ties to Willis. I don't know the full relationship. You would think that he would be there. Yeah. Um. So Charles Bronson grabs a shotgun, walks up to the casket and shoots it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, vampire. <laughs> like, oh, this is getting mystical. Uh, and then he opens the coffin and there's no one in there. Oh, a Houdini he trick. Faked his own death. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay, they're, they're getting ready to attack Zenus now. Right. Uh, so then he makes it to Zenus first. I think he takes he a plane. Yeah. He, or he fucking guns it. I don't remember. Um, he, he doesn't have to worry about moving multiple people, I guess. Right. Oh, and he can come by road. True. Um, so he gets there first and warns Zenus. Mm-hmm. And Zenus is like, I figured something shitty was going to happen. I'll defend my home. Uh, he doesn't sound at all like that. <laughs> um, and then we get a shootout. <laughs> Up until this point, there's been like two action scenes. Right. And they've lasted all of like 10 seconds each. One of them, a bunch of children got murdered. <laughs> that was much longer than 10 seconds. Um, but like... And it was very one-sided action. It wasn't really action so much, but... It was just watching a murder. Something happened. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot... Watching a murder, watching a murder, but, will come a watching a murder on this... What the fuck are you doing? Waltzing Matilda, but to watching a murder. What the fuck is that? It's a song. I don't remember what it's from. From when? Like 13, 12. I don't fucking know. Oh, my favorite overture. 
Uh, hold on, I'll look it up. Continue. Um, this this is what we're looking up. Not anything about the movie. Uh, <laughs> so, it, Australia's best known bush ballad. <laughs> I beg your pardon. That's <laughs> the first line on Wikipedia. Uh, I'm sorry. It's Australia's best known bush ballad. What the f- is that like a folk song? I imagine a style I... of poetry and folk music that depicts the life, character, and scenery of the Australian bush. Okay. Um, it was described as the country's unofficial national anthem. If you uh, if you did a song about about pubic hair, be a bush ballad. Nice. It'd have to be slow, and like a switch between a minor and a major key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Get a hair metal band to do a it. A lot of reverb. Oh yeah. Yeah. Needs. There's not enough of those these days. I don't want to shave my bush. That's a fun looking waveform. It just looks like a fish. It does. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like. I found Nemo. I'm not saying like. Oh, it was fun because it like peaked or whatever. It's fun because it looks like a little fishy. It's a little fishy. Messenger of death. One day we'll pick. We really liked this movie. We promise. We did. We did. Um, We're just getting through the the boring part. So Charles, Bron- this isn't boring. This is I the know. action scene. Charles Bronson has uh, a brilliant idea. Um, uh-huh. He grabs uh, someone's shirt. He, he, uh, he Something grabs white. the like the oh no bottom uh, one apron. of the wives like uh, white apron, apron. yeah, yeah. Um, grabs that uh, and he waves it like a white flag and people like don't actively shoot at him so it's like oh these mormons have honor uh-huh. um, unlike many other mormons got him apologies to any mormon uh listeners there aren't any um, <laughs> if there are uh, write us an email at you jerks at 69 cents special.com it's a real email it's a real email use it um yes uh so he arranges a talk between willis and uh Zenus. <laughs> I can't I get can't, over. His name is Zenus. Willis and Zenus are brothers. They sound like Yu-Gi-Oh characters. Like, and Zenus is clearly the younger one. Yes, by a long shot. It's not like, oh, the first child has a weird name and then the second one's named Bill. Right. No, this is, Zenus is probably in his 40s or 50s. And Willis is older than time. Willis is approaching 300. <laughs> he is a Joshua tree. Yes. Um, and it's probably... Made like, of eyebrows. It's probably one of those, like, either biblical or pseudo-biblical names that Mormons like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. In, in, the, in the more Utah-y parts. Correct. Yeah, yeah. In the more, in the more uh, deep-seated parts of the... Yeah, you know. Because out here, you don't... Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of Brandons. A lot of Brandons. It's very weird. It's a very Mormon name. Ironically, our our friend Brandon's not. I know. To it's our weird. knowledge. <gasps> he has a brother named Zenus. <laughs> if he had it would not surprise me. He has brothers like coming out of the fucking every pore. <laughs> coming out of the woodwork. Dude's got a million brothers. <laughs> Love you, Brandon. Um <laughs> so he arranges a talk between Willis and Zenus. Uh huh. Um, and during this talk, Zenus gets shot, and then Willis gets shot. Not from either side. We find no. out a little bit later. This is the twist. 
It was a. It was the gunman in the big hat. <gasps> big hatman. Big hatman shot him. He shot at him. He got, he got a bullet in his chest. His... And Charles Bronson saw. He's like, <gasps> and then the the assassins are driving off, and they're talking on their radio like, "Well, we think the newspaper man saw him. We'll take him out. He's a newspaper man. We got to make it look like an accident. Fine." Right. Uh, so, so at this point, we're like, "Oh my god, it's a plot." Bronson and um, reporter woman. Mm-hmm. Who, I forgot her name. Whose name escapes me. We'll go with Jean. 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 I don't like it. Sarah. We'll come up with a new name every time. Okay. Or not. Just to confuse the listeners. Or to confuse ourselves. Um, Por que no los dos? Sarah, who I've decided that's just her name now. Okay. Sarah's fine with me. Um, they're driving back. And, uh, oh no, our friend the big truck is back. The big bad water truck. Um, he gets in front of them and like slows down a little, like forces them to be at a particular speed. And then another one comes up behind them. Not another water truck. And like sandwiches them in and they're like, oh no. Um, Help, I'm in a nutshell. They do. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot. That's uh, Austin Powers. Oh yes. There it is. That's me in a nutshell. Well, this is me in a nutshell. Help! I'm in a nutshell. <laughs> How'd I get in this bloody great big nutshell? What uh, kind of sh- nut? Was that Austin Powers one? Yes. The good one. The great one. It, has that movie aged well? I don't know. I haven't seen it in like the last six, seven years. You know what? I think I might continue the trend of me not having seen it since the early two thousands. That's fine. Because like it probably hasn't aged well. Well, because I know that. The third one hasn't. Gold member? Yeah. I didn't want to say the name, but you did. So Bob Johnson? Gold member. Um, it's a play on Goldfinger, the Bob but, but his penis is made of gold. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a, a hoo-ha made of gold. He's got a zenith gold. made of gold. <laughs> As opposed to the golden plates. <laughs> oh, a zenith is just the zenith of penises. Oh! <laughs> it's just the best one. The zenith of penises sounds like a line that would be in the middle of a really like fast rap verse. Yeah, where all the words are rhyming. Well, because it's got this kid is penises. out. Oh, <laughs> get out of control. Oh, what? Show these federalists what we're up against. Oh, oh, <laughs> Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Ham I. Ulton. <laughs> ha, Milton. <laughs> Milton <laughs> No <laughs> You got me <laughs> It's a game about uh, Tricking the Milton Bradley Board Game Corporation <laughs> Into selling Ha Milton <laughs> It's when sell- Bradley took over Huh Did they sell the Brat To Hasbro I think so Let me- Was Mil- Was Milton Bradley Who did Mon- Monopoly I think so. Well that was or the guy's name Brothers? Milton Bradley uh, purchased by Hasbro in 1984. Really? Yes. But they kept the name around for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting. Uh, interesting. Uh, it's not that interesting. Bradley's word builder and Bradley's sentence builder. I don't like that. Uh, Who's Bradley? Uh, well, Milton Bradley is one dude. Oh. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah. His I thought name it was, was hyphenated. No, his name is Milton Bradley. Oh. He's a fucking narcissist. Um, well, I mean, if he made the fucking game. He made a game called Mansion of Happiness. I don't like that. Um, I don't like that one bit. TJ, I don't like that. I know. Mansion, uh, Milton Bradley Company dominated the production of American games, including The Game of Life, Easy Money, Candyland, Operation, and Battleship. Oh, uh, Battleship. Battelle. Because Bat- I think uh, Monopoly was Parker Brothers. I think you're absolutely right. No, Monopoly Game, thank you. Uh, currently published by Hasbro. Mm hmm. Uh, you has bro Parker Brothers you're absolutely right I has bro <laughs> I has bro um, sorry risk trivial pursuit Ouija aggravation bop it and probe Cluedo. they published Luigi they published published the they Luigi published board. Luigi they published a Luigi board how do you get rid of a Luigi board with the messenger of death oh <laughs> we got back you shoot it with a shotgun from Charles Branson so um so at this point we've established well they're being chased by the by the truck still yes um they pull a maneuver where uh you know okay charles bronson has now sandwiched between them with them on either side Mm -hmm. left and right side um and then a really cool series of stunts Mm -hmm. where they're like smashing the car Mm -hmm. that they're in and like getting it up off of its its wheels it's crazy like holy shit Mm -hmm. good effects the best action my my opinion the best action scene in the movie um and then a third one starts coming from the opposite direction, right down the middle. Mm-hmm. We were like, that is crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, Charles Bronson manages to like pull out and like turn off the road, but then he flips the car. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and uh, Sarah, I think is yeah. what we called her. Yeah. Uh, get out and they hide in the woods and the fucking truck like slams into the car. Blows and up the car. And we're like, yeah, uh, it was great. That's the last action scene of the movie. Really is. Well, well no, that's not true. There's, there's a, technically there's a, two more. There's two more fights. Yeah. But, like, that's the big one. Yeah. They're mano y mano. Uh, this was probably a really cheap-ass movie to make. Yeah. Actually, I, we said we would look up things after the fact. Um, you look up things while I get us back on the plot. Yeah. Just just, just slam through the rest of it. Because at this point... There's not a whole lot yeah, left. At, at this point, there's, um, there's a clear link... Between mm-hmm. the water, because earlier in the movie, oh, Zenus actually yes. right before uh, the shootout explains that the water company wants his land because he's on an uh, an artisanal artesian lake. lake. Yeah, artesian uh, or artisanal? He said like is artesian, artesian a word? I don't know what the fuck it means. Well, it looked like artisan. Yeah, artesian water. Uh, oh, an artesian aquifer is a geologic layer of porous and permeable materials such as sand and gravel, limestone or sandstone, through which water flows and is stored. Oh. There you go. All right. So it's a type of uh, geographic feature, an artesian okay. aquifer. Uh, it, it, there's water under it. The more you know. Um. Okay. So it's a very clear link that the water company wants his land. Uh-huh. Um, this had an unknown budget, but it made $3 million at the box office. That's pretty good. For a movie this small. Also didn't know it had a theater release. Mm-hmm. Neither did I. Fun. Probably came out on video in 1990. Um, so Charles Bronson has basically figured out that the water company started shit between... Uh, the two brothers in order Uh to get them to kill each other right and they could just take the land because 
Zenus wouldn't sell. Correct. But maybe someone under him would, or if they're all dead, then it doesn't... The, Who's to say? The local reporter's name was Jastra. Jast... That... You would think that I would remember Jastra. Yeah. That's such a Magic the Gathering name. It's such a... Yeah. She... Sounds she, like a Leonin. Really? To me, at least. Hmm. Yeah, I could see it. Jastra. Jastra. Avenging Lion. Would she, uh, she'd probably do something with equipment? Yeah. As a Leonin? Yeah. That's they tend to like equipment. They like equipment. Except the ones on Theros. Blood Atonement! Um, the ones on Theros were about heroic, I believe. Oh, yeah? You, I, you know, everything did a little bit of everything on mm. there. Anyway, um, what was I doing? We were in, uh, yeah. So he's basically figured this out. He's, he's basically figured out the plot. Yes. Um, so then he asks point blank the owners, like, if they knew anything about these fucking trucks of theirs trying to kill him. And they were like, no, we're going to look into that, though. Yeah. Because both of us are like, uh, that seems fishy. Yeah. Uh, and then we come to the. So at this point, though, both of us are like either one of the owners of the water company is doing it definitely yeah um and i was i was thinking it was uh the dude yeah the older man because mm-hmm. uh you know what better way to cover your tracks than to give your company to the younger woman you're married to it's a very good point and then have it seem like she doesn't know what's going on mm-hmm. because she doesn't know what's going on hey go figure because you're doing things behind her back and not telling her because you're still running the company um that was my assumption um, he asked this at a restaurant, um, and the, he gets a call at the, I have a story about the actor who played, uh, the preacher. Uh-oh. It'll be, it's interesting. It's a little time capsule. Do you want me to pause what I'm saying so you can do No, this? we'll finish the plot first. Okay. It's unrelated to this movie. Good. All right. Cool. I'm worried. It's, it's, no, it's interesting. It's not is like... Is he Mark Twain? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Um, all right, so... And it's actually very interesting. He, he, did, a, cool. he did a face, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, shoppers out there. He, 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 like, set his phone down and, like, did a, like, very self-satisfied, like, hmm. <laughs> I know something you don't know. Sort of face. Um, so... so yeah, he gets a phone call at the restaurant, mm-hmm. and it's... Uh, the guy who'd been driving the truck mm-hmm. for Assassin Man, Big Hat. Yep. Uh, Big Hat Harry. Um, and he's like, meet me at this hotel. Uh, and then they meet. And the driver guy's like, I will give you the name of the assassin guy with the big hat. He doesn't say with the big hat, but like... But you have to purchase my story for $50,000 and you have to give me enough time to leave the country first. Um, which... Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's the right thing to do, but like, it's very understandable. The, the part of letting me leave the country, I understand. That definitely. Because he's like, he'd have a fucking 50000 seems a little expensive. Yeah. But maybe he just wants to have enough to... Because according to him, he only like drove the truck. Yeah, he was he he he, he was, was a lookout at the first one and a driver for the second. One. Yes, but um, which still makes him an accomplice. I'm just saying. Uh, yep. 
but uh, Bronson is like, I have to, you know, call my editor about it. So he goes to use a payphone, which who the fuck does that anymore? <laughs> what are those? What are those? You need to put a coin in it. You need to put a coin in it and hold the shit. What are coins? I don't know. You had to hold the thing up to your ear instead of like talking like at it and then holding the speaker up to your ear. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I love it when that happens like on the bus. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what you're going to do. Okay. It has a phone function. You know, there's a thing at the top that goes against your ear. For all I know, they're all like, for all I know, that's a part that breaks. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's tough too, but yeah. Like, I, I don't know what these people's lives are. Yeah, they might enjoy stabbing speakers. Who knows? Don't slap your leg at me, young man. Ugh. Stop. 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 They can't Stop. see this. That's a joke just for us. I missed. <laughs> um, so Charles Bronson goes to call his editor. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, driver guy's like, well, I got to piss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I got into the piss. Uh, so he goes. He goes to go to the little, uh, the little accomplice's room. <laughs> uh, but he's followed <gasps> by the assassin. No, oh, no. Um, Who murders him. He yeah. Uh, so Charles Bronson like comes back out after probably clearing it with his editor or something. We don't get to see that conversation. Yeah, we see the very end of it, and we're like, oh, something happened. Whatever. Um, at least the the filmmakers knew that really honestly wasn't the important part it it didn't matter Um, driver man's gone (laughs) from the spot well he saw him walk towards the bathroom did he yes okay he he looked over when he was on the phone and he saw him walking into the oh okay so he's like okay he's just going to the bathroom and he went back to his call Uh, and then like sees that he's still not there and is like okay I'll go check the bathroom Um, and driver guy is still in the bathroom uh, seemingly still using a urinal but then he like stumbles back and he's holding like a knife wound in his side. Bleeding. And he falls over dead. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Charles Bronson, run over there so he can tell you the name before he, he dies. Like, casually walks to him like, Charles Bronson, no. Uh, Charles Bronson. Uh, turns out the assassin's still in there ah, with a very clean knife. A very clean knife. Like, mm, did he wash it in the toilet? <laughs> he only uses his, each knife for one kidney. <laughs> so he has multiple <laughs> knives. A lot of kidney wounds. A lot of kidney wounds. This should have been called a messenger of peeing blood. I think that would be a little long for the poster. Peeing blood of death. I think that's a little... Pissinger of death. Mm. (laughs) Henry Pissinger. (laughs) My favorite and least favorite FBI director. (laughs) Was Kissinger a FBI? I don't remember. I I think so. Look up Henry Pissinger. Was he foreign affairs? I don't know. Um, Messenger of death. (laughs) Uh, so there's a fight scene in the Secretary um, of State and National Security Advisor. Well, I fucked up. I La- mean, National Security. Ladies anyway. and gentlemen, I don't know everything. <gasps> it's shocking, I know. Don't what? I'm trying no. to get better at not talking out of my ass about things that I don't know for huh? sure. No, that's fine. Um, His signature is funny. Sure. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. Have you so. seen my signature? <laughs> <laughs> I combine like eight letters. You just pee on the paper. I do. Wow. It makes every check very hard to catch. Um. So yeah, he's dead. 
He has a fight with Assassin. No, with Assassin in the bathroom. Yep, he gets away. Uh, he well, he punches Par- him out Charles of a Bronson wi- throws him out of a window. Yeah, which it's like a story and a half, two stories up. Yeah, but he lands in a bunch of garbage, so it's yeah. Fine. Uh, with his where he should be. No, oh, got him. Um, we cut to a party, a fundraising party for the another one for the chief of police. Another one. Uh, this isn't a, like a party party, though. Yeah, it's a big, big party. It's a big black tie affair. Yes. Um, with a speech and everything. <gasps> uh, where the police chief is, like, getting fundraising done. Yeah. Um, he, he does a little speech, and during the speech, doesn't uh, there's, like, shots, and you realize the assassin's one of the waiters. He's a water. He's got a platter and stuff. He's got drinks. And, like, the way they were framing it was kind of like, Oh, he's passing out drinks to people and there's sinister music going on. Like, oh, one of those poisoned. Poisoned and drink. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. No um, poison. So, uh... Bad assassin, really. Yeah, he really was. Uh, so the fundraiser guy, uh, Bronson talks to the fundraiser guy. He's like, hey, something, something, blah, blah, blah. Like, I like, want to talk to you about the... Yeah, but he keeps getting interrupted by, like, people, like, giving him funds. Right. So he's like... Meet well, me up in my study. Yeah. And so he goes off to the study... And the assassin guy follows him yeah. with a pistol and is like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he starts knocking shit off the wall. Yeah, because he's like, I uh, just caught a burglar. Or no, you just caught a burglar. Ah. And what's the burglar to do? But escape. And shoot you. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's almost clever. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. But clever. <laughs> Some of the most clever plans are very stupid. Idiot savant, if you will. Um, That's just Dungeons and Dragons, isn't it? Hey, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> a very stupid, clever plan. Um, <laughs> Chaotic burgle. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just want to take some money. Sometimes you just got to grab a book. Sometimes you just got to take a look and sit up. Rainbow. It's got the rainbow spell. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, so there's oh. a fight. Um, there's a fight that occurs. Uh, Charles beats Bronson, the living fuck out of the assassin. Yeah, the assassin gets no hits. It's at least 33 punches directly to the right kidney. Um, if this were a fighting game, Charles Bronson got like three perfects in a row. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Like, yeah, this, this Charles Bronson didn't do a single fucking stunt. Like, all he did was punch and kick. Yeah, yeah. he did like a somersault. This assassin, his actor, did so many good like injury stunts oh yeah like hats off to this guy forgot his name big hats off big yeah his big hat was off in this scene um but charles bronson ends up throwing him down like the stairs into the foyer yeah uh john solari and uh then the assassin's like i'll talk i'll talk please i'll talk and the camera's and he's like and he's like, okay, tell me who hired you. And right. the camera's panning over to the people that own the water company. Yeah, yeah. And he goes... And he looks for a very long time. And at, we're like, oh, oh, who? And he's yeah. like, I'm sorry, Mr. Fox. And then and he points, points at, at Mr. The, the, uh, fundraiser guy. the fundraiser guy. And we were like, what? Yeah, and then there's this explanation about business shit. I don't get So, okay. The explanation, mm-hmm. which I don't buy, but uh, was that fundraiser guy owned the shale oil company right um that was bought by colorado water water company and then merged together but then for some reason 
the water company guy like had an offer for fundraiser guy to buy the whole shebang back off of him at what it was currently worth at that time at that time and i'm like then why'd you buy it yeah like if you didn't want it yeah i don't i don't know what that deal was all about 80s business yeah i assume um and then uh he steals the gun from the police chief and is pointing it at the assassin and the very last like, thing in the movie pray yeah god forgive you or something like uh, that god save us all something yeah. like that and then he shoots himself and the movie ends and we're like oh my god and we're like what <laughs> it's so abrupt um but it's great. It was a fun, thrilling very fun mystery. Movie. I, I do think, yeah, it was a good mystery. Um, I'm not going to say it's as good of a like mystery of this type as like Chinatown. Have you seen Chinatown? I haven't. It's got Jack Nicholson. Ooh. Um, it's a film noir, but it's in color. Interesting. Um, it there was a brief resurgence of like mm-hmm. film noir type storytelling, but right. like when when we have color, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Chinatown are the, right. like the biggins. Mm-hmm. Um. Jack Nicholson's really good in it. Um, he plays a private detective. Okay. Or a private investigator, I should uh, say. A PI. A P. A dick. Um, <laughs> a and also he's a private investigator. <laughs> investigator? Investigator. That's a... I am the investigator. <laughs> Give me your money. I will smartly invest it. Oh, please. It shreds it. <laughs> oh! <No. laughs> ah, shit! Eat the rich. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. So uh, I know this is. Uh, oh yeah, you said this episode's had... a little long. So we'll end with a, a cool little story about Jeff Corey, mm-hmm. who was born Arthur Zwirling. So his stage name is Jeff Corey. Uh huh. An American born in 1914. Uh huh. He played our friend Willis Beecham. Mm-hmm. Has amazing eyebrows, and was blacklisted from Hollywood in the 50s. Because he was summoned before the House Un-American Activities Committee. He's a commie? He refused to give the names of alleged communists in Hollywood. Hell yeah! So he, for 12 years, taught acting. And the list of people he taught includes Robert Blake, James Coburn, Richard Chamberlain, James Dean, Jane Fonda, Peter Fonda, Michael Forrest, James Hong, Luana Anders, Sally Carryman, uh, Bruce Lee, Jack Nicholson, Roger Corman, Daryl Smith, Sharon Tate, Rita Moreno, Leonard Nimoy, Sally Forrest, Anthony Perkins, Rob Reiner, Robert Town, Barbara Streisand, and Robin Williams, and came back to work in 1962 to Hollywood. Wow. What a fucking badass. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. There was a part of my brain that was like, okay, he's building up. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah. At- I was thinking like, he's going to end on Clarence Gilliard. <laughs> no. He uh, he began was- working films again and remained active until, until the 1990s. Uh, yeah. And he died in 2002 at the age of 88. That's a good age. That's a very uh, nice long year. It's a fun age. He married his wife in 1938. Wow. Had three kids. Good good on you, dude. dude. I hope you weren't a secret asshole. Yeah. He refused to give the names of alleged communists and, sub, and sub, subversives in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. and went so far as to ridicule the panel by offering critiques of testimony of the previous witnesses. Oh. This behavior led him to being blacklisted for 12 years. Oh. Yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. 
I want to do a biopic. A biopic. Yeah. Um, TJ. Yes. Uh, the only issue was, did you want to g- just give them their token names so you could continue your career or not? I had no impulse to defend a political point of view that no longer interests me particularly. They just wanted two new names so they could hand out more subpoenas. So he's like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Good on. TJ. Kevin. What was your favorite part of Messenger of Death? Oh, that truck action scene was something else. It was. Um, I did like Bronson fist fighting. Bronson fist fighting was pretty good. Bronson fist fighting is my new uh, D&D character's name. Mine is, uh, what was the... Zenus? Nug, nug toss. <laughs> Zenus nug toss. Zenus <laughs> 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 Hold on, before the ending music, that's that's shotgun backwards. If you didn't get yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my favorite part of the movie uh, was the was the mystery, just the the whole thing. Oh, I really liked it. It was a, it was good, a good movie. movie. It was fun, y- y'all. You should see Messenger of Death if you can. Check out Messenger of Death canon movies. It starts with a bunch of child murder. <laughs> <laughs>